from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. And of course, I jumped out of bed and immediately said, what's happened? What's going on? That is unsettling. The idea of someone that's not law enforcement being able to jam your phone line like this. Yep. I saw his cell phone, right? If you look back at that caller ID, it says the St. Louis Police Department. I saw it with my own eyes. They actually told him to go into the Walgreens and hand over the cash and buy gift cards. I mean, at this point, you'd think... Really? I like, think that's the point where a lot of people would have been like, wait a minute. Those can be used in scams. Well, you know, but you're, you're a young person, you're yeah. nervous, it's the police, you know. I'm Sarah Fenske. Last Thursday, a local business fell prey to an elaborate scam. And it worked because the people being targeted thought they were dealing with the St. Louis police. Now the business's owner is speaking out in hopes of warning others. Tamara Keefe is the owner of Clementine's Creamery, which serves ice cream both naughty, that is boozy, and nice, alcohol-free, in six locations around the metro. And she joins us now. Tamara, welcome back. Thank you so much. Good to be here. So, Tamara, this happened at your flagship location. That's in the city's Lafayette Square neighborhood. How did you first learn that something unsettling was going down or had gone down there? Well, I got a call um, at almost midnight from our shop manager who said there's been an emergency at the Lafayette Square shop and that I needed to get down there right away. And of course, I jumped out of bed and immediately said, what's happened? What's going on? And he said, there has been a robbery scam at our shop. And I first panicked. And the first thing I said is, oh, my God, you know, is our is our team okay? Is anyone hurt? Yeah. And he said, everyone's fine. Um, they're just a, a little bit traumatized. And I said, well, what happened? And he goes, well, I'm trying to figure that out right now, but I'll get more information. But apparently the, the St. Louis Police Department called and said that we were passing counterfeit money and asked our staff to pull all the cash from the store. And and so the call, the employee who got this call He genuinely believed he was speaking to the St. Louis police. He did. Um, Actually, when the phone rang, um, we have caller ID. Uh, The caller ID appeared as the St. Louis Police Department. Interesting. So this employee had reason to take this seriously. They did. They did. They um, sounded professional. They were confident. Uh, They uh, name-dropped myself. Um, They knew who the manager was. They knew the manager was not on duty. And so they were asking for the supervisor. I mean, they had so many details about our business and me as an owner that uh, my employee really didn't have any reason to not think it was them, especially seeing the St. Louis Police Department on the caller ID on the phone. Yeah. I think any of us can identify with why he might have come to that conclusion. So then as you got there that night and you're learning what actually went down, um, it seems like something where this person might have wanted to loop you in a whole lot sooner. But he had good reason for not doing that. Yeah. So the 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 proverbial police, the in, fake in, police. in air quotes there, yeah. right, had him on the phone and said, this is confidential. We think it might be other employees passing this counterfeit money. Don't say anything. Tamara is in the loop on this. You need to call us from your cell phone. Here's the number. So they gave him the number and they have some kind of contraption that um, when he called from their cell phone number, they knew his name. 
And this is not something that he had told them at that this point. This is not something that he had told them. So they had his name. Obviously, he gave them their cell phone number so that he could call. And they have some kind of contraption, or when you call them, it blocks your phone unless unless you're you're talking on the on the phone to someone so other calls can't come in or out that is unsettling the idea of someone that's not law enforcement being able to jam your phone line like this yep so this uh, I'm assuming young man very young very young um, he's dealing not a with, lot of life experience <laughs> he's dealing with what he thinks is the st. Louis police he's told that you're already in the loop like the the assumption is maybe that you're there with the police as, as he's having this conversation you know I, I'm not sure but um, the person that he was talking with, um, whatever they said specifically that I was in the loop and I knew this was happening and that this was okay, right, that you, you have to go to the safe and pull out all the money and empty your register because we have to collect it. You need to meet us. We don't want to, you know, your other employees finding out. And so they talked this employee off the ledge to go take all of this money. And and from the outside, it sounds like, well, who would think that that would be real? But, you know, they said all the right things. They had the right caller ID. The, the I mean, You know, and this yeah. is not the first time this has happened to us. This but. is a good thing to bring up here. So you had previously been aware that somebody was trying a scheme involving counterfeit bills. This time it didn't got didn't get quite so far. But what, what had happened in this previous instance? So at one of our other locations, a very similar thing happened. Um, it was the police department that Clayton, it was at our Demun store, the Clayton Police Department caller ID showed up. And our manager, who's incredibly smart and like, it you know is not one to fall prey to such things um actually fell for it too they had all the information they had her name which she did not give them mm. her cell phone like the same thing happened um but when she went to leave the store another employee who was there with her at that time actually had a bad instinct about this mm. and called me directly and said, hey, our manager just left the store with all the money. Are you aware of this? And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, no. Stop her. Don't let her go. And so literally she had just left like two minutes before, and I was able to call her and get through and tell her to stop, turn around, go back that's not the police and whatever. And she was mortified and embarrassed and all of those things. But they're so good. Yeah. Right? They know all the right things to say. The caller IDs match. They jam your phone. I mean, it's 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 phenomenal. So thank goodness we caught it that time. Yeah. And we did a training with all of our staff and employees then. But that was about a year ago. And so we, we thought, you know, that this – probably couldn't happen again, but lo and behold, it did. And I imagine there's probably some turnover in the ice cream business. Somebody maybe hadn't heard about these warnings that went out a year ago. Sure, sure. And the scary part was, is is he left, right? With and all this money. With all this money. And he went to go meet this person. And can you give us a sense, how much money are we talking? Uh, it was about $1,300. So it was, for, for us as a local business, that's a lot of money. That's yeah. like a couple days worth of sales. Yeah, right? and to be carrying around just for his personal safety, to be carrying around $1,300 going to meet some unknown person. Right, going to meet some police officer in the Walgreens parking lot. That's where they wanted to meet. They wanted to meet at the Walgreens parking lot. And then once he was at the parking lot, they actually told him to go into the Walgreens and hand over the cash and buy gift cards. I mean, at this point, you'd think, 
Really? I like, think that's the point where a lot of people would have been like, wait a minute, gift cards? I know those can be used in scams. Well, you know, but you're, you're a young person, you're yeah. nervous, it's the police, you know, you're thinking that you're the shop that you work in, that you've been pounding, you know, passing counterfeit, you know, that's yeah. a lot for a young person. Yeah, to, and it's all to, happening quickly. It's quickly and it's on the phone and they have your information, they have my information, Um you know, and and thank goodness, right? Because you, you know, he could have showed up to somebody who could have hurt him. Yeah, that would, you know, he would have seen them and hurt them. You know, it or could have been an actual it, robbery. It could have been a robbery. It could, have, or it could have been worse. Yeah, people have done far worse <laughs> for far less amounts of money. Yeah, and so um, it was really traumatizing for for him. So he did convert this money into he, gift cards. He did convert it into gift cards and whom he thought he was talking to the police over the phone, he gave them the gift cards, and there it goes. Um, And so now they can just go spend these gift cards using the the gift card numbers numbers that he provided. Yeah, yeah. So you obviously filed a police report with the actual police over this. We filed, uh, for the previous instance, we filed it with the Clayton Police Department, um, and with the city of St. Louis, we filed it with them as well. And is there anything they could do at that point? I mean, these gift card numbers had been given out could they be stopped and your money refunded not really at at that point now the folks at walgreens right probably you know if some young people or older person because this probably happens to older people too yeah they come in with a lot of money a lot of cash thirteen hundred dollars in cash to buy gift cards they should be asking some questions especially knowing that this has happened yeah now whether they do that or not i don't know but at that moment, it appears they did not. They did not. So, Tamara, I'm sorry. I know for every small business, you know, you're not going into the day assuming that you're going to lose the, the proceeds. Everything comes out of the safe and it's converted to gift cards that goes God knows where. Right, right. And and, and yes, it, it was unfortunate to lose the money, but I was just about our team, right? Yeah. Because we don't want anybody, <laughs> any of our team members or anyone to put themselves in that kind of situation where they could be really hurt. And I think... After he did it, I think he realized he was scammed at that point. And then aside from being embarrassed and upset, I think he was really traumatized realizing that, oh, my gosh, I could have walked into a really dangerous situation and been really hurt. Yeah. And I know you're so glad that that didn't Uh, happen here. I mean, mean, you know, all of our kids, we we have a lot of young people that work in our shops. I mean... They're they're the keepers of of our hopes and dreams at Clementines, right? Yeah. And so we don't, you know, we work really hard to make sure they're safe. We have panic buttons. We have all kinds of uh, safety things built into our shops to protect our team. But you know, there's you can't think of everything. Something this elaborate. So I know part of why you were willing to tell us this story is you want to get the word out to other small businesses. This is something to be aware of. We did confirm with the St. Louis Police uh, that you made a report over this and, and all these details. St. Louis Police Sergeant Charles Wall told us this in a statement, quote, this type of fraud is not new. However, I'm not aware of any other instances where someone has represented themselves to be affiliated with the police department. No representative of the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department will ever contact anyone by telephone and ask or instruct them to purchase gift cards. Individuals and businesses should be highly suspicious of anyone who asks them to do so, regardless of who they represent themselves to be. So the police are saying, yes, if if, if we get to this gift card stage, don't do it. But well, beyond that, he mentioned that they're not aware of other instances. It, uh, the fact that this has happened to you twice. I, 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 maybe they don't have great record keeping. 
I don't know. Just the thought. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's it's not the first time. But no one should be ever taking cash out of any business. Yeah. Right? The police department's never going to ask anyone to do that. And no one should ever do that as a good practice. But I did want to share this because this is happening out there to local business. If it's happened to us twice in the past two years, it is definitely happening out there. Yeah. I believe that this is, that you guys were not the only target of this. And if you're a local business where you've been a target of this, I want to encourage you to get in touch with us here at St. Louis on the Air. We're, we're interested in this. The fact this has now happened twice, it happened in, in two different jurisdictions where they mm-hmm. at least attempted this. I'm wondering if the, if the police might want to be somewhat proactive about figuring out who these guys are. I mean, definitely because, I mean, I saw his cell phone. Right. If you look back at that caller ID, it says the St. Louis Police Department. I saw it with my own eyes on his phone. So he wasn't making that up. And it is very elaborate. And I don't know who sets those caller ID things. But, I mean, it's, it's real and it's a threat and people need to be aware. Well, I appreciate you coming today and telling us about this. It's so troubling, and I I feel like maybe some good that can come out of this is your story can be a warning to other store managers if they get that call. Or employees, right? If If you're listening to this out there and your kid works in a sandwich shop or an ice cream shop or something else, this is a great conversation to have with them to say, hey, beware, these things are happening, and don't put yourself in that situation because it could potentially be very dangerous. Well, Tamara Keefe, I want to thank you so much for joining us today and and sharing about this unfortunate incident. Thank you for having me. And Tamara is the owner of Clementine's Creamery. Uh, You can get your naughty and nice ice cream fix at six locations around the metro area. Today's episode was produced by Sarah Fenske with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our production intern is Avery Rogers. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.